It's bowl season. It's that most wonderful time of year. We're contemplating a name change to our show because our original name, the Colbert Report, is now available. So let me bring the bandit on and get him thinking. Uh, so, bandit, should we go back to our original choice for names, the Colbert Report? That's such a great idea, Smokey. We've got Colbert now available. So, you know, I think that's a, that's a pretty good uh, – might cause a little confusion with the listeners, but uh, absolutely. Why not Why not go back and grab the Colbert Report? It's, it's already got a following. It's already uh, well-known. I mean, I think that's a great idea. Um, we might have to talk to our attorneys about that one. But Yeah, we'll have, like, to, ch- we'll have to check that. Now, did you happen to catch the very last episode of the Colbert Report last night? I saw a, uh, a short clip of it, did not catch the entire episode. I, d- I did see the sing-along, I guess. Well, I'll just tell you this. It's a very good thing that wasn't the first episode because I never would have watched it again. It was that awful. So it did not go out in a, in a bang, more, more like a whimper. I wonder if the people at the Letterman Show are questioning their hire. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Wow, wow. Is this, is this like the equivalent of uh, drafting uh, Davey on Clowney? Well, since speaking of drafting, and since we are a sports show, we'll flip it back to the college football side. I was listening to a talking head earlier today, as I like to call them. Explain this theory to me. He was saying that Marcus Mariota was not going to be a successful pro quarterback because the Oregon offense is designed to get wide receivers completely wide open, which won't happen in the NFL. Yeah, the um, uh, it, I seem isn't the Oregon offense the Chip Kelly offense? Aren't all offenses designed to get wide receivers completely wide open? Well, I, I think that that's right. I mean, uh, I think there's something called separation that, yes. that whoever made that comment needs to learn about, and it's all about how much distance a wide receiver can put between him and somebody else. It's kind of the way you're supposed to play the game. Yeah. But um, I, I got one thing for you real quick, and, and uh, I'll talk about how we're going to structure the show this week uh, after it. But did you see the uh, Frank Caliendo uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas? I have not. I'll have to Google that. Absolutely hilarious. He does every personality on ESPN uh, imitation of them and reads through uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. It's a very, very good, uh, very, very funny bit. So uh, I saw that uh, recently uh, pretty awesome. I think it was on the Mike and Mike show. You know, that doesn't Uh, impress me because he's done all those personalities before. You want to impress me, do all the characters from ESPN singing the Hanukkah song. That would impress me. <laughs> Something a little different. Well, uh, let's get into uh, how we're going to get the show uh, started here. And um, let me let me just say that, that this year we have a ton of bowl games. And uh, obviously the playoffs increase the number by at least one. But uh, I think we've got, what's the number, 39 bowl games? Is that right? 39, as Bueller would say. Wow, wow. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to have three shows. Uh, during the holiday season, and we're going to break them up into 
three shows, I think, is what we're going to try to do. We're going to do all the bowl games before Christmas in this show. And uh, really what you're looking at here is uh, not, not really the marquee matchups, but you're right. It's the most wonderful time of the year. you got to get excited for it, right, regardless of who's playing. Would you call this our bad bowl show? <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, we talk on the podcast for those, those loyal listeners. We covered the bad game of the week, and we've got some of those teams highlighted. And if, you know, frankly, it's a damn good thing that we know something about some of these teams because otherwise, we would they would be coming out of left field. Uh, yeah, let's call it that. I, in fact, that's what we're going to put it on the podcast. This is the bad game bowl show. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with something catchier. Well, you know, you. you're the creative guy. You know why it's the most wonderful time of year to smoky. Uh, what'd you get for Hanukkah? I don't know. Uh, I didn't get crap. I got a lump of coal. But uh, no, it's the most wonderful time of year because I'm awful picking games with the spreads. And this is all about confidence and picking games without the spreads. But we'll pick them here with the spreads for the show. But I seem to do better with confidence without the spreads. Okay, well, let's, uh, uh, let's, let's try something a little fun here. We're going to talk about uh, uh, maybe with the spread and then... Um, here's what I'm going to try to do. We're going we're gonna to break these games up, and you just kind of give a, a, a scale of one to five how confident you are on it. Sounds like a plan. Five being the Say, most. Who you think who you think's going to win? Okay, five will be the highest confident point wise. Five will be the highest confidence, and you can only uh, lock in two fives on this show. So you got to use two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and two fives. Okay. Got it. And we'll we'll add them up, and we'll see who wins uh, between the two of us. Sounds like a plan. Uh, sounds like a plan. All right, we're going to start off with the first game, and it is the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, and we've got Louisiana Lafayette. I think we got to call them the home team uh, against Nevada. And uh, Nevada is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, we're in a bowl pick, and it's wrong. Actually, I just wanted to point that out to you, Smokey. Uh, it's actually got. Lafayette is the favorite, but that is not correct. Check the Vegas spread this morning. Nevada is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, this is interesting because this game starts at 9 a.m. Nevada time. Yeah, that's pretty early. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know they're college kids, so they don't need much sleep. I have flip-flopped on this game like a fat man in a waterbed. Getting the official analogy right out the gate. I love it. I am going with the Raging Cajuns, but confidence level-wise, I put it at a 1. Confidence level 1. Now, are we holding our confidence based on how they do against the spread or winning outright? Uh, Just winning outright. No spread on the confidence. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well... I am looking at this, and I think, uh, you know, Louisiana Lafayette has a pretty damn good running back named Elijah McGuire. And, uh, you know, UTEP, or I'm sorry, not UTEP, but uh, Nevada can run the ball too, but uh, it seems like they're not doing quite as well. I like Lafayette. I think this is like a home game for them. You know, it's at the Superdome. So I'm going to take Lafayette uh, and the points. And I'm going to lock this in as a uh, – I feel pretty good about this game. I'm going to lock it in as a three. Okay. It is a home game for them pretty much. Absolutely. Let's go to the next one. we got we got the New Mexico Bowl. Um, I assume that this is played in Albuquerque. He didn't look at the, uh, the, the actual location. But 
we always have some West Coast teams that nobody's heard of. And um, we've got Utah State, which we have heard of. And then we've got UTEP that I don't, frankly, know a whole lot about, but we've covered a couple times on the show. Uh, Utah State is a 10.5-point favorite. Uh, who you like against the spread, who you like to win, and give me the confidence. You know, it's interesting. Here we have – I've looked at all the spreads. Here we have two teams that not people know very much about. This is the largest spread, I believe, of all 39 bowl games. Guess which I – if I'm recalling correctly, which are guess what the second and third biggest spreads are. Um, it's got to be in the, in the playoffs, right? Yeah, it's the Alabama game and the Oregon game. Isn't that weird? It, it, I, you know, that, that is weird, and it's tough. And it, I mean, I know when I'm going through a confidence poll, which a lot of people who do bowl pickums, uh, you got to assign all the confidence values to everything. I was kind of like a little gun-shy about, even though those are the biggest spreads, and supposedly Vegas is saying those are going to be the biggest blowout games, I had a real problem saying, yeah, I'm going to put my all, big, my big eggs on, you know, whoever. We'll get to that show uh, in, in uh, a week or so. But really, I, I have a tough time doing that because it's got to be a competitive game, right? I mean, I just assume. Yeah, they're, I, I'll just tell you, I don't have them at 39 and 38, um, you know. So I, I think uh, even though the spread is 10 and a half, I just – University of Texas, El Paso, Paso. I just i I think Utah State covers the spread, and I have this confidence wise at a five. Okay, okay, not 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 a bad deal. Um, I'm going to agree with you on the confidence. I do think that Utah State wins this game, and I think you have to look at the the, the ten and a half point spread uh, and and say you know this is going to be a uh, a game that Utah State's going to win. But I think that. That Utah State, you know, is going to. I think it's going to be closer than ten and a half. So let me let me be be straight here. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I'm confident Utah State's going to win, but I, I think it's going to be. It's just too many points here, and and part of it is that at the end of the season, Utah State has looked pretty bad at times, and uh, and and UTEP can run the ball. That that is something that Utah State has struggled with in the past. So I think that if the, if Utah if UTEP can run the ball here that they can keep it close, stay in the game, maybe grind it out. Maybe this is a lower-scoring game than people think. And, uh, and I, I like them to cover. So that's the first one we disagree on for the, uh, for the betters out there. Um, all right. Anything else on the, uh, the exciting New Mexico Bowl? Remember the Alamo. <laughs> oh, wait, that's yeah, Texas. Remember the, the El Paso, I guess. Wait, uh, part, that's right. Texas, not even New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll, we'll get to that. If we, wasn't there an Alamo Bowl before? I don't see it on... Uh, uh, it's probably the Chick-fil-A crappy food bowl or something. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get to the what the bowl's names are here as we as we get into it. But next we get the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Bowl. And you know who always plays in Las Vegas Bowl, and it's hilarious. It's always the Mormons, right? Uh, is it Michael Douglas and Robert De Niro? <laughs> no. No, it's always Utah. It's always the Utes, and the Mormons go to Las Vegas and uh, go to Sin City for their game. So this uh, this year's no different. We got Utah uh, against Colorado State. Uh, Utah's a three-point favorite. Who you like and what do you think confidence-wise? You know, I hate to use the same analogy, but I have flip-flopped on this game more times than can be counted like a fat man in a water bed. Okay, before you lie, 
talking the pick. Let me let me uh, let me give you my take on it. Okay. You can see if this affects your uh, your, your what, what you think about it. All right. Ever since the McIlwain hiring was announced at Colorado State, they have been playing very poorly since. You know, I have a a, a, a love for Utah, and I think that they've played a lot of people tough. I think given that. That, that Colorado State doesn't even know who the coach is going to be. I think if you look at the news reports right now, they, it's going to be the offensive coordinator, I think, as the interim head coach. But they, they didn't even really know. They, and McIlwain's been announced for a couple couple weeks. I like I like Utah in this game. Now, does that impact you at all? Well, I was thinking that same thing, but here's my question. How many games has Colorado State played since McIlwain was announced at Florida? I don't think they've played any games. They played two, I think. No, it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been now. They couldn't have played two games. The McIlwain hiring wasn't announced that long ago. I was thinking very heavily about this. Uh, Colorado State under McIlwain has a very explosive passing offense, obviously. I uh, have fallen on the Utah side confidence-wise. I think I'm going to take Utah minus, what's it, three and a half? Three. I'm going to take Utah minus the three. Confidence, I'm only going to put this at a two. All right. Where's your confidence land? I, I, I like confidence at a five on this one. I think, I think Utah just absolutely destroys Colorado State. You are correct. Colorado State uh, has a, uh, uh, a, a very good quarterback. Um, I'm trying to, to, to remember his name, but if you're, if you're doing any kind of like FanDuel DraftKings, if that guy's cheap, look, look for the Colorado State quarterback in, uh, in any type of contest because he puts up some big, some big yards, and I think he will here. But I like Utah to just run it out uh, on them uh, uh, over time. Now, are you saying that McIlwain was not announced before Thanksgiving? Yeah, I don't believe he was. See, I, I seem to remember that he was, but if you're if you're wrong, I mean, if I'm wrong, then they lost to the Air Force Academy. They didn't cover the spread. Uh, their offense was kind of stymied a little bit in that game. I just, I, I'm just not sure, but I, I, I think we agree on this, but we have different confidence levels. Okay. So I, I think it was announced like December first. It was pretty soon after Thanksgiving. Okay, well then they might have not have played any. You might, you, you might, you might be right about that, but I am concerned about the fact that they don't know who's going to coach it in this game, and it's been like three weeks since the hiring, or it's been eighteen days, or whatever we think it's going to be. You know what? Uh, Neither of us will be coaching, but I think I'll tell the viewers how they can reach us. Uh, uh, they can reach us through email at Smoky and the Bandit CFB. That's college football baseball. So it's Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. Or they could tweet us at Smokey Bandit CFB and let us know when uh, McElwain was hired at Florida. So that way the rest of the <laughs> listeners will know. That's right. We've got like our own uh, fact checkers out there. But uh, okay, so we'll, let, let, let's go on to the next one. We've got the, uh, you're going to love the name of this one, the Idaho Potato Bowl. I mean, how do you not get excited for that one? Spuds got, McKenzie. Uh, Michigan. Uh, against Air Force, uh, it's a pick'em. So uh, no point spread here. Straight up, who you like? What's your confidence level? Uh, I like directional Michigan, and confidence-wise, Western Michigan Air Force. I'm going to put that at a three. Okay, I completely agree with you on Western Michigan. Um, we're both kind of thinking the same thing here. 
you know, Western Michigan's offense has looked pretty good at times. Uh, Air Force is, is a little less prolific offense. Um, real interesting stat. Do you know how many combined wins did these teams have last year? They're both bowl eligible, so they have 17 wins combined this year. How many did they have last year, you think? Four. Three. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. A 1-11 Western Michigan team last year and a 2-10 Air Force team. Uh, both of these are candidates for turnarounds of the year, really, uh, well, as far as college football well, concerned. Well, you know the wind blows crappy football from west to east, which is why Western Michigan has now moved to Eastern Michigan, and Eastern Michigan is the crappiest team in the country. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, I I agree with you on this one, but uh, my confidence level is lower. I think this is this is a true coin flip type game, and I'm going to put it at a one. Uh, all right. Now I don't know where this bowl is located, but it is the Camellia Bowl. Uh, it is South Alabama and Bowling Green. It's actually in Alabama. I don't remember if it's in Birmingham. Uh, I don't remember, but it's. Much closer of a home game for South Alabama. Okay, so it's, so it's a little closer to, to, to a home game, and that's, that's important. Um, but uh, who do you like in this one? I'm sorry, who, it's South Alabama. I forgot who they're playing again. They're playing Bowling Green, and I'm sorry, South Alabama is a three-point favorite. Yeah, Bowling Green is awful. I mean, I, I was shocked they even made a bowl game. I think they might have finished 7-5 and five or something. Uh, I like South Alabama, and I'm going to put this at a two. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, I was looking at this, and I was flip-flopping like a fat man in a waterbed as well. Um, I have flopped even while we've been talking here. I am going to flip a coin, and it comes up uh, South Alabama. All right. So that's who I'm going with. And I am so uh, – I'm taking the team that's the favorite, so I'm going to put it in for four points there. How many points did you put on South Alabama? I put it two. Hold on. I just want to make sure that coin didn't get stuck in the fat man in the waterbed's crack. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope not. You still have uh, all your – you can lock in just about anything. You need to, you need a little bit more confidence, so I'm, I'm hoping you have more confidence in some of these other games. Um, all right, so that takes care of the Saturday games. Um, there's a Monday night game – or actually a Monday day game. Uh, it is the Miami Beach Bowl. I wonder where they play that one. And uh, we got Memphis and BYU. Memphis, a one-point favorite. Who you like? Yeah, this is another one where I've been flopping like a fat man in a waterbed. I've been doing that a lot lately. Um, I think I came down on the uh, – I'm settling on the Memphis side. And confidence-wise, I'm going to put this also at a two. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I am uh, – I was flip-flopping on this as well. I, I went, went ahead and I originally had Memphis and then I read some things that, that made me want to take BYU. And that's essentially the way that these teams uh, uh, were – you know, that, that BYU, I thought, at least had played better competition and got stronger as the year went on. So BYU won four straight. Both these teams are hot, though. I mean, Memphis, I think, won its last six straight. But I like the fact that they, BYU beat Cal. Uh, they beat, uh, uh, you know, a decent uh, Middle Tennessee team. Uh, but it also uh, uh, beat Virginia early in the, in the season. I mean, that's before their quarterback got nuked. But got to look at that. So I like BYU. 
Um, I like the fact that, that we're getting a point on that one, and uh, I, I just feel kind of uh, mediocre about it. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to only put a, uh, a two on this as well. Wait a minute. How can you like getting a point that, that just basically nullifies anything in a push? Well, I mean, I always wonder how the point comes. Uh, I mean, I, I guess if you, uh, if you have a parlay, you know, you, at least you don't lose the game and it doesn't blow your parlay. So That's true. I'll give it that. Now, if it's a progressive, you're right. A push is a loss. So it doesn't really. It, the one point doesn't help you one way or the other. Yeah. But I, I, I like, I like having. Uh, I'd rather have some tiny advantage than no advantage at all. I when mean, was the last time a team lost a game on a half a point? Never. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. All right. So now we're on to uh, uh, next Tuesday's games. Uh, they're they're uh, uh, we've got two of them. Um, we've got a very you know a, a team that that. A lot of people thought, you know, maybe uh, was pretty awesome, and Marshall might have gone undefeated. That that dream was killed uh, at the end of the season uh, against Northern Illinois. It's the Boca Raton Bowl. Evidently, we got a lot of Florida Bowls because of the the weather, and we've got uh, Marshall a nine and a half point favorite. Who are you liking this one? You know, it's funny. We have a lot of Florida Bowls, and I thought the most popular sport in Florida was shuffleboard. <laughs> Yeah, it might be, uh, especially in the Naples area or something like that. Maybe not Boca, but uh, who you like? Uh, I like Marshall to cover this game, and confidence-wise, I got them at a five. All right, all right. That's no surprise. Now, I, I disagree with you here on uh, on that. I think uh, Marshall, uh, I think it's just too many points. I think this is a decent Northern Illinois club that they are uh, – I think that it's given Marshall a little too much credit. Um, I watched uh, the, their final game of the season. I remember watching the game uh, against uh, uh, Louisiana Tech, and I remember thinking uh, that Marshall was just completely outplayed in that game. Uh, uh, but actually, you know, uh, that's not the game I'm thinking of. Marshall actually wound up squeaking out a win in the Louisiana Tech game, but I'm, uh, I'm thinking of the Western Kentucky game, and Western Kentucky is a team that we'll cover here in a couple games. Um, but do you remember watching this game? It was like 66 points scored in that game uh, by each side. Like, uh, yeah, I don't remember who they played, but I mean, as far as bo- small teams, I think Louisiana Tech and Western Kentucky are two of the better s- smaller school teams. And that's a good that's a good point because we'll, we'll be covering them because they're both bowl eligible and they're both very good teams. Uh, it's something for for everybody to remember that those you're right; those are better, certainly better offenses, very good offenses on both of those sides. I just think it's too many points. You know, Northern Illinois is a uh, a, a team that that destroyed Bowling Green. Although, as you pointed out, you know, Bowling Green may not be worth anything, um, but also beat a good Western Michigan team. You know, that's the best directional Michigan. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, I like Northern Illinois in the points, but I would say that I would have to pick Marshall if you, to win this game outright, and I, I, I can only put three on it uh, confidence-wise. It's a, it's a mid-level confidence for me. Um, all right. We got another game. This is the Poinsettia Bowl uh, right before uh, Christmas, getting up there on the 23rd. We got San Diego State against Navy. Uh, San Diego State uh, is a three-point favorite. Uh, who you like? In the Navy, who's your favorite village person? 
I already told you, man. It's, it's the uh, Indian. Oh, that's so gay that you have a favorite village person. <laughs> you said that to the same thing. I know that that's your setup. That's uh, my... You love just singing in the Navy, so... I, I need uh, new I material. That, that, uh... I might I might love living, singing in the Navy, but you love living in the Navy. <laughs> All right, man. Who do you like? You like the Navy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I actually like San Diego State. This is a home game for them. Uh, you know, I know you got a big Naval Academy there, but... I like uh, I like San Diego State. Uh, not remembering what I really have left confidence wise, I don't remember if I used all my twos. I think I might have. So yeah, I, you used three twos, so I think we have to. I, th- I think I have to adjust one of them to a one. Okay. So 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 which one you want? You want Utah, South Alabama, or or uh, Memphis to be your uh, your your two or your one? Or no, your, I had Utah. I had Utah high up. Okay, you had, you had Utah higher than that. Okay, what do you want Utah to be? I don't remember. We'll have to go back. We'll have to go back uh, post podcast and listen because. Okay. Uh, I'll put this. Uh, I guess I'll just throw this. I want to put it as I thought I had a one left, but maybe I don't. Um, you have a one left. I'm going to put this at a one then. All right, all right. So you like Navy, uh, and you like Navy, to, or no? You like San Diego State to win outright. Yes. Uh, and cover. Yes, and I'm taking and, uh, a one. Okay, so we disagree on this one because I like Navy in, in this. You know, I think Navy plays better competition throughout the season. You know, they, they, they have to play uh, kind of like a Big Ten schedule, which isn't, you know, the best conference, but it's still uh, some better competition. San Diego State, I was looking at, they have exactly one win against a bowl-eligible team. Mm, interesting. So, so that's something that I look at when I'm when I'm looking at this. You know, um, you, you're bowl eligible because you're seven and five, but you've got six wins against cupcakes and only one against somebody who's going to a bowl. So, uh, I, in light of that, I think Navy's got played you know played Notre Dame tough, played a, a number of teams tough throughout the year, uh, and uh, I like their quarterback. I like Navy. Um, I actually like Navy to win this game outright. Uh, and since it is a uh, a low, uh, you know, I'm going against the spread here. I'm going to put it to one. Um, all right, we got two more, and we're going to finish off the show with uh, a interesting matchup. I think um, we've got uh, Rice at Fresno State. Uh, Rice is a two point favorite in the Hawaii Bowl. Who do you like? <laughs> Damn, I don't have a one left because I think this is what I have as a two on my confidence poll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have no twos, no ones. I have a three and a four, I think, left. You have a three and a four left. That is right. And I'm pretty sure I have this as a two on my uh, my main confidence. Uh, I landed on the right side. Um, I really don't have a lot of confidence. Obviously, I'm going to put him at a three. Uh, so I'm going to pick Rice, obviously. What was, this, what was the spread in this game? Two-point Rice. I'm going to stick with rice in the spread. I mean, the spreads I noticed are, for most of these games, are very minimal. Yeah, I mean, I think almost like picking against it. It's not. It's not horrible, but you know, Vegas knows what they're doing most of the time. Um, I, I disagree with you on this one. I, I like Fresno State uh, to win this game uh, outright. Uh, I'm not hugely, uh, uh, you know, in favor of that. And like you, I feel like I've kind of used up some of my lower amounts. I think I've got a four and a two left. Um, I feel better about the other game, so I'm going to put a two on it. Uh, and, and how much confidence are you putting on uh, for, on Rice? Uh, my lowest one left, a three. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's, 
that's the Hawaii Bowl. I got to tell you though, um, it's got to be cool for those teams to get the trip to Hawaii. Uh, got to ask you if, if, you, if you're a college football player, what's the one bowl you want to go to? Wait, oh, the San Diego State Navy game is in Hawaii. No, 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 no. That game is in the Poinsettia. The Rice Fresno State game is in. Hawaii. Oh yeah, pardon me. I don't even know where Rice is. Yeah, Texas. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the only chance those guys ever got of getting out of Texas is going to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hawaii Bowl's got to be up on my list. I mean, I would just be like, I'm getting a trip to Hawaii. I'm I'm, I'm loving it. That's got to be the top. Well, although, like, say you're like Texas, you know, like a team like Rice. New York City's got to be pretty cool, too. Even though it's going to be cold, it's got to be pretty cool to go to New York City. Yeah, it's got to be cool. I mean, Las Vegas, you can get a little trouble there. So maybe the Las Vegas Bowl, except if you're going, you're a Mormon and you're at the University of Utah. Where would the worst bowl location be? Where would what? The worst bowl location be. Oh, boy. It's got to be like, um, oh, it's got to be something like New Mexico, right? Yeah, either that or the the Spud. Idaho, Idaho, whatever, wherever the Idaho Potato Bowl is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's got to be it. That's got to be the worst one. Um, okay, so so here we go. We're going to finish the show. We know what your confidence level is. We know what my confidence level is. We both got to put four on this game. We've got Western Kentucky against Central Michigan in what I think is probably one of the better locations here. It's the Bahamas Bowl, right? So you get to go to the Bahamas. Pretty good. Pretty good for both of these teams. Western Kentucky, four-point favorite. Who do you like? Well, if we change our name to the Colbert Report, do we have to do a big song and dance routine to this game? <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. We'll have to do that next week. Next week. Okay. Look forward for that. Uh, we'll get cameras in here. Uh, I'm pretty confident on this game. I like Western Kentucky a lot to cover and confidence-wise. Obviously a four for me. All right. All right. Well, we agree on that. I agree that Western Kentucky is going to uh, cover. I got to, I got the benefit of having the sheet in front of me, so I saved my confidence for knowing this. Uh, but you, you did it as well. But uh, what I want to say is that, you know, I, I, you ever watch like a game and then you see some stat and you're like, I wish I would have known that stat before before I betted on it? Uh, yeah, that so-and-so plays better naked than he does with clothes on or something like that. Or just something, just something that turns the, the, the game. I'm, I'm going to give something to our listeners that, that's going to, uh, and if I had a lock of the week, this would be it. Um, and, and, if you, and I invite you if you want a lock of the week as well. Uh, I, I would take Western Kentucky as a lock of the week, and this is it. Um, Western Kentucky finishing off the season won four straight, including beating an undefeated Marshall team. Yeah. Stack that against Central Michigan, who lost three straight, uh, including uh, losses to uh, Miami of Ohio. So I mean, uh, and, and actually, you know, not not a not not a three loss. And I've got to look at this a little bit better, but definitely lost the last game of the season. Has not been playing well. Is looking uh, pretty bad and narrowly beat Miami of Ohio. So let me get that straight there. That's something that I look at very closely. Is how the teams are playing kind of at the end of the season because um, teams change throughout the year. Central Michigan is not playing very well. Uh, Western Kentucky is. I like them. I like them. I'd make it the lock. You got a? Uh, you got one that you want to lock in? I'll lock in Utah State. All right. All right. So we've got our locks. Mine have not been very good. So maybe you want to go the other way on my confidence on Western Kentucky. Uh, but that will do it for for at least our our first uh, of three uh, uh, bowl picks.
Pick'ems and uh, Bull Pick'em shows. That's the Bad Game Bull Pick'em show. I'll give you the final word. Well, we want to hear from our viewers. Uh, do you think we're crazy in our locks of the week? Do you think uh, we're fat men together flopping in a waterbed? Whatever you have to say. Uh, go ahead and reach out to us. and You can do it one of two ways. You can shoot us an email at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com. That's college football baseball. Or SmokeyBanditCFB on the Twitter. And uh, I guess uh, happy hunting in the bowl season. We'll see you soon. All right. Sounds great. We're out. Concentrated